Hey guys, and welcome back to The Change Up. I'm Taylor West, joined by Owen Holmgren and Teddy Conover, and we are back for our first episode during the Major League Baseball season, and I am beyond excited to bring you this episode, And as I'm sure Teddy and Owen are. Yeah, Owen and I have been uh, really keeping up with baseball um, a lot. I mean, Owen, this is probably not new for you, but for me, this is uh, sort of the f- you know first, I, I, the second half of last season, I was pretty into it, but this year I'm I'm quite into it, and uh, it's been really fun watching a lot of games, getting really into the O's, who are in um, think, place? Third, second, third, place. Third, third place. Third place in the AL East behind the Rays and Red Sox. Um, but I thought it would be fun to maybe look back at our preseason predictions to start this off and, uh, you know, see how we see how we fared. So, first of all, um, Owen, you picked you picked uh, Hyunjin Ryu to I did. win the Cy Young. Well, so Hyunjin came into the game last night. Um, we're recording this, what, April 21st? Came into the game yesterday against the Sox with, I believe, a 189 ERA. So he was he was rolling, but you know, it's hard to stop Christian Arroyo and the boys up in Boston. I mean, and Taylor's Taylor's pick, Lucas Giolito, succumbed to the same, same thing. problem. You know, you can't run into the Sox this time of year. But um, I, I mean, Christian Arroyo. Is I mean, what, out. Lucas Giolito obviously wasn't a great pick for me. I mean, at the time, you know, he was doing all right pick. until the Sox right. game, and now he has all right. like a five ERA. All right, well, we're 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 early, but I did I did. Put it in parentheses. John Means gets a few votes, and oh my lord, has he started off to a great start. I mean, two Owen, you you like to make hot takes all the time about guys going seven shutty. John Means leads the league in seven shutties so far. Two seven shutties. That's a lot of seven shutties. Does anybody else have two seven shutties in the first in their first four starts? I mean, I highly doubt it. Maybe Corbin. I wouldn't be surprised if like Jacob Degrom did or someone like that. No, yeah, no, no, but it, it has to be exactly all... seven innings. Oh, exactly. It can't, it can't be now. more. Okay. It can't yeah, be more. Degrom likes to give up a lot of runs that are unearned. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I had Bieber and Darvish. Darvish had a really rocky start, but he steadied himself a little bit. One of the storylines that we uh, got to see unfold last weekend was, um, you know, maybe the most interesting rivalry in MLB now is uh, the Padres and Dodgers. And, Owen, uh, surely that series did not disappoint. Of course it didn't. I mean, I don't think it ever is. These guys hate each other. It's like the, there was there was a lot of freaking animosity. Right. I mean, like, with the thing that where the guy hit like maybe hit the catcher and Kershaw was like jerks. You're and, you're done. Yeah, right. jerks and Profire, and um, there was there was you know almost a brawl there, but a lot of close games too. Yeah, um, I mean the pitching matchup. I think in all those games is what is what everybody's excited about. The second game was what it was Darvish Bueller, and the third game was Snell Bauer. Snell Snell Bauer. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't get much better than that. And then you add on top of it, of course. I mean, those teams, they don't lack in anything. They are probably the two teams with the most depth. I mean, how, how good are the Dodgers? I mean, it's incredible what they've I done. I was talking to, I was talking to Owen last night. Uh, you know, again, we're recording this on the 21st. Uh, Urias, Julio Urias last night, I think, went seven shutty, of course, yep. with like 11 strikeouts. And he was like Fourth. a mid-reliever the, in, yeah. in their bullpen last year. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean – they have legitimately like five, six, or seven guys that can be. In that uh, you could probably rotation. put. You could probably start Blake Trinan. Like you could probably put in. I mean, David Price. David Price. Even though he's bad. Uh, and, May. Uh, Tony Gonsolin. If they're healthy, I mean, they're probably the most. They just got Mookie back. Once they get Bellinger back, they've got Zach McKinstry filling in like it's nothing yeah, for Cody the, Bellinger. The, the amount of and Gavin Lux is playing some nice ball. Yeah. And, uh, Muncie and Seager's Turner. doing his thing. Obviously, yeah, of course, he's better. I, I mean, this this may be a hot take, but. Dodgers with a fourteen to four start don't look like they're showing any signs of stopping. No, I, I could I don't... could they 
could they rival the um i believe the mariners 116 yeah. game it's, it's win been, record it's been talked about absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean i wouldn't put it past there's them. an argument to be made that they have the best rotation in baseball they have the best bullpen in baseball and they have the best offense in baseball i mean if you go position by position they've got the second best outfielder in mookie they've got a top five outfielder slash first baseman in bellinger muncie's a top 10 first baseman second baseman uh, Seager's a top five shortstop. Turner's probably a top 10 third baseman. Will Smith is probably the fourth best catcher in all of baseball. I mean, they have everything, and they're all super good at what they do. <clears throat> yep, and it's just going to take Dave, Robert, Dave Roberts to ruin it all. A, uh, another storyline for you guys is uh, Tim LaCastro was finally caught stealing no, for the uh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, so 29 for 29 to start his career. Well, I've heard now. that Tim LaCastro <clears> – <throat> Like he's really good at stealing bases, but he like sort of evens it out with a ton of terrible base running mistakes. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, but he hadn't been caught stealing. Right, technically, that's all that and, matters. Uh, yeah, that that was really, that was really something. So when we look at our standings, um, so far, you gotta start. Oh, at least. Mm. So, I mean, so talk to me about the Boston Red Sox and what you've seen from them. All right, what have I seen from them? Everything I have expected and more. I don't know why we came into this year thinking that the New York Yankees were better than the Boston Red Sox, to be honest. It made no sense. Obviously, the rotation was the big question mark for the Sox. Nick Pavetta has done a really good job in the five spot. Um, well, actually, you said what you expected and more. They've actually, they were, You actually predicted them to be in the third spot in the ALE. So they've done a lot more. They've done a lot more. I mean, Nick Pavetta's done really good in the five hole. Martin Perez has done good in the four hole. We've got Garrett Richards in there still for some reason. He's terrible. Uh, Tanner Houck is up and down. He's doing his thing. And then, obviously, Avaldi is – He's looking good. So much better than I thought he would be. And um, Erod's back and doing his thing. Uh, do we have a sale timetable? Sale, maybe, you know, I'm thinking maybe August, maybe bring him back for the playoffs. You know, they're probably going to have a first round bye at this point. So, you know, get him, get him working, build him up. Don't, don't rush into it. Does that exist in. I mean, yeah, you can, the top three teams missed the wild card, but. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it's, it's going to be. I mean, the Red Sox, obviously, you know, dropped three to the O's to start the season. And then they then they've been they've been great since. I just don't the, I like you can't tell me I, I still am a believer. I, I hate saying this, but I still believe the Yankees will win this division. Um see, okay, so here's here's my problem with that. I don't see what they have that is good enough to win the AL East right now. And you could say the same with the Red Sox and blah blah, blah and anybody else, but they've got Ty Jason Tyone did a good job last night, and he's a big question mark. I don't think Kluber's good enough. I don't. I, Tyone's a question mark. I don't even know who else they have. They sent Domingo Herman down. He was so underwhelming. It's really, in my mind, just Garrett Cole and an offense that has been so, so bad to start this year. I mean, I don't expect much from Gary uh, Sanchez. Who knows how long, how long it is until Judge and Stanton get hurt. Um, it's going to be soon. It's gonna be and Stanton, Stanton's not, not even an yeah, average hitter this exactly. year. Exactly. Like Glaber's OPS. been bad. Uh, Aaron Hicks has been atrocious offensively and defensively. Jay Bruce just retired in Jay the middle Bruce of the season. Jay Bruce just retired because he couldn't stand being terrible anymore. It's and Aaron, you know, Aaron, get, Aaron Boone is angry. Aaron all Boone on top might of get it. fired. You know, but once they get Luke Voigt back, they're, they're obviously going to be in a much better position. And, and Luke Voigt, um, it's an interesting storyline. He, uh, he he's doing a lot of commercials. I, I noticed um, he's not. He doesn't have a. a prominent enough profile to exactly I, I think he's doing mercedes commercials it's weird um and also also so another problem for the yankees is that they don't have louis severino right now so it's like we're gonna throw out garrett cole and he'll probably win 
and then we're, we just don't know what's going to happen. Gonna happen. It's like Tyon Kluber, uh, Jordan Peterson. David sorry, Jordan, Peterson. Jordan, Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery. Not yeah. Jordan Peterson, we're Ted. Gonna, Jordan gonna... Montgomery and David Peterson are two pitchers in New York City. Um, <laughs> and, same, uh, similar statures. Yeah, I mean, Zach Britton's hurt right now, you know, famed Orioles closer. Um, so they're they're just very sad and bad. And, uh, and and I mean, they. I agree with Taylor. They'll probably rebound. They had similar uh, problems in 2020 and then had a good end of season. Um, another surprise so far is that the Kansas City Royals have been uh, quite yeah. good. They uh, Their bullpen, I don't know if you've noticed, has been uh, one of the better ones in MLB. They haven't lost a game, I think, in 67 straight games. They've won, every, they've been they've won leading. every series they've played. Yeah, they, also that. They haven't lost a game like when they've been leading after seven innings. So that's been that's been fun. And, and Owen, right after they fired uh, their president or CEO or whatever, Matt, Kevin Mather, uh, Seattle Mariners are in the first Mariners. place. They're actually good. Like, and, and I think they also haven't lost a single they, series. Yeah, they, they, they haven't uh, had Kyle Lewis either, so they've been pretty impressive. They really have Kyle Lewis. Who do they? Who and then what about what about <laughs> J.P. Crawford and Kyle and Kyle Seager? What about the Oakland A's who started off zero and six? I mean, they're now eleven and seven, looking hot as can be. I've seen Moneyball Part Two ramblings. They're on a ten-game win streak. Yeah, Owen's favorite guys: Mark Canna, Matt Olson, and Matt Chapman. All they the same. All, they're all the same person, and they've been all doing good Steve stuff. Scotty. So. The list goes on. There's um, a guy named Seth Brown who looks just like him. It's really <laughs> impressive how many similar people that have in that team. Yep. And then uh, we switch over to the NL. Um, and, and you know, outside of the West, not a, a clear dominant team. Uh, obviously, the Brewers um, have been fun. I've been, you know, following them a little bit with Brandon Woodruff and, um, you know, my guy, Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns. Uh, he's just he's just sensational. Owen, oh, do you know how many strikeouts he has? I believe 40, Ted. And do you know how many walks? Uh, zero. So what kind of strikeout to walk ratio is that? 40 to zero it's actually it's, it's, <laughs> it's infinite um so that's pretty impressive the uh the nl east has been a bit of a crapshoot owen like do we know what's going on with the nationals or, uh, uh, no like... nobody does um the braves are going to pick it back up once once they get healthy the mets are winning well they've kind of been weird and a little disappointing frankie lindor hasn't really broke out yet but once he gets rolling uh well the Mets' starting pitching has been quite good i mean right. obviously you have Degrom, but yeah. stroman's looking really good I'm expecting uh, a big year from Stroman, like uh-huh. many other people. Yeah, and and also in the in the central, a team that I was surprised to see doing so well after losing Trevor Bauer is the Cincinnati Reds. And and one of the most annoying things on this team is a guy is Wade Miley, who is two and one right now with a two twenty five ERA. Like like he was so bad on the Orioles, and now he's like just succeeding. Like, man, are, it, are, are it, the Orioles the new Pirates, Owen? With you know, Jake Arrieta. Oh, and Dylan, it's it's not the new Monday. Pirates. We're, we're, we're the, we've been the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another Pirates example, of course, this year would be Joe Musgrove leaving and becoming just an absolute stud for the, for the San Diego Padres after Garrett Cole and Ty- Tyler Glasnow before him. Um, and Owen, you know, one of the things said in the first podcast of this year was Taylor was, quote, shorting the stock on right. Tyler yeah, Glasnow. Yeah, that was... Um, it, he's in a bit feel? of a, he's in a bit of a short squeeze right now because uh, Tyler Glasnow's stock is rising and rising quick. I mean, it's what we expected from a guy who was already the two of the most dominant pitchers in baseball, and then he goes ahead and adds a third one. Yeah, his slider has been just striking his out slider people. slash cutter that you know defies it, logic. Yeah. I mean, it got it did get to the point last year where even you guys were like, "All right, this guy is not that good." I yeah. never doubt. You you did, and I'm sure I we can get video, textual. Audio we can get textual or audio proof. I'm sure we can find. Glasnow it. is the only guy so far this year who's been able to slow down the Sox. Yeah, very impressive. Christian Arroyo. Um, so Owen, I uh, 
and Taylor, I thought we would do a little segment here, maybe bad starters who you still have faith in. So um, people who have been starting pretty poorly, who, you know, are they going to finish well or, or are they going to, you know, sort of do anything meaningful? So I was curious, do you have faith in Fernando Tatis still after just an apathetic start? Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think he's as highly, um, I don't regard him as highly as, as probably most of the baseball world. Uh, I think he's a really good player. I think he's a top five shortstop, but he's off to a terrible, terrible start offensively and defensively. I think he still leads the league in errors. He's got like six or something, and he's been hurt. Um, but he's going to pick it back up. I mean, he's he's just too much of a talent to to not pick it back up and then get hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Taylor, you know, a hot starter that I'm curious to hear your perspective. Cedric Mullins, just sensational. I mean, one of the one of the war leaders, wins above replacement leaders in MLB. Do you think he can keep this up throughout the course of the season? So, yeah, I mean, obviously he started hot. He was just incredible in the first series against the Red Sox. Although he, he's he's had a bit of a rough streak in the last couple of games. Hasn't been his former self. But if we really look at his former former self, he was really bad last year as a hitter. I don't look to him to, like... Go. I don't think he's going to end the season betting above 300, in my personal opinion. But he's been great ever since he switched to the left side of the plate. I, I think I think he'll bat around 290, which is great. I mean, what more can you ask of the guy who was like struggling to bat 100 last year? Yeah, I mean, you know, right next to him, Christian Arroyo. I know a, a yep. favorite of yep. Owens. Um, you know, where where do you see this Sox team going? Honestly, I mean, this offense is so good. And when you got have guys like Christian Arroyo who are stepping up, Christian Arroyo was like really good at like the last ten games of the season last year. Um, I feel bad for Kike because I think he came in thinking he was going to be the everyday second baseman, uh, but now he's really our, our starting center fielder. Um, if you can get guys in the bottom of the lineup like Arroyo and um, Franchi Cordero, one of my personal favorites, Hunter Renfro. If they can get going, you know that Bogarts, Devers, Verdugo, Kike, and uh, Martinez are going to get the job done. If you can get those guys in the bottom of the lineup doing their thing, then they're a dangerous team. And I think Christian Vasquez is the third best catcher in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you know, Owen, I think you may have you know changed your thoughts on your favorite NL player. You've gone from Soto now to Ronald Acuna Jr. Well, so I've always been an Acuna guy over Soto. That was always kind of a debate, but like I said before this podcast started, I was kind of peer pressured because for some reason at the beginning of this year, um, Juan Soto is very good and he's one of the best players in baseball, but he was painted as like a god, um, <laughs> sort of like by the baseball media. Um, and there were arguments whether or not he was better than Mookie Betts, which sort of persuaded me into picking him for MVP. And I'm kind of mad I didn't pick Acuna at this point. But Acuna has been probably the most fun player to watch in the Absolutely. first part of the season. I mean, he hits like a home run every game. Makes an insane And he got off play. to a terrible start in their first series. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and then he, then. it's been, I mean, what is he hitting? 419 with seven bombs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, any hot takes to uh, leave us with at the very end? Hot takes? Maybe an updated an updated pick on, a, on, a, on an award or... I think Acuna's going to win MVP. Um, and I think that uh, JD is going to make a real run at it in the AL, but he's not going to win it because old people don't like it when DH is... Because a designated hitter, we don't right. like that. We, we don't, don't like it. Because... But in the in the NL, we really don't like it. Exactly. So we don't let it happen. <laughs> Which is, you know, something that's weird. It's I weird. had to watch Corbin Burns last night step up to the plate 
and just just watch Chris Paddock, who's not very good, just throw him strikes. <laughs> he just he just threw him. It's like when Tyler Glasnow goes up as a left-handed batter. I'm not even sure if Tyler Glasnow is a left-handed batter, but he went up there was one, and he just watches the ball every time. It doesn't matter if he goes up left-handed, right-handed. Even if he steps in the box, he's going to take every pitch. It's just it's just a. Really It'd be an interesting game. strategy if you're the pitcher. Maybe you intentionally like hit him so that he you know gets so that he does, he's off on his performance. <laughs> That's probably the biggest advantage. That's probably a bigger advantage than just a strikeout. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it'd be it'd be interesting. And one thing that I uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, and and we haven't mentioned it too much, is the Orioles and how what we thought was going to be the problem is not going to be that much of a problem, and what we thought wasn't going to be the problem is now the problem. And it's the hitting versus the pitching. The pitching has not been bad this year, especially the starting pitching. Means has been very good. Harvey's been good enough. And everybody else has been decent. Jorge, the, the, the Bruce has been somewhat loose. He has, he has. I mean, he, in, a, he, in a good way. He, yeah. Yes, yes. And you know, Dean Kramer and Jorge Lopez—a bit of an underwhelming start to the season. Jorge, Dean Kramer had some some hype around him, and he has not really performed up to snuff. No, and and Keegan Aiken, obviously not even making the opening day roster, was a bit of a letdown for a lot of Orioles fans. But it, it's really the hitting. I mean, the Orioles don't have. It's literally Cedric Mullins. And now Freddie Galvis is just going off for us, which has been great to see. But those middle of the order guys like Mancini, who's heating up per se, um, uh, Mountcastle has not been good. Santander, who just got injured, has is batting under the Mendoza line. Um, I, I see at least three starters under 200: Santander, Mountcastle, and Ruiz are just not. And, and Ruiz, I mean, it's 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 tough to see. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, you know, they're still they're still getting by. They're still winning some games. They're not they're not in last place in the division yet. Um, and uh, the bullpen has actually been not too bad uh, at all. You know, um, Cesar Valdez. I know one of Owen's favorite players throws that nice slow fastball um, and uh, and does not get a lot of strikeouts. But you know, what does he do, Taylor? He does good things. That's true. And and the problem with the Orioles bullpen is because we we have a winning bullpen, and we have a losing bullpen, and. Last night was a perfect example of it. We'll have Harvey go out there and pitch five innings. Sean Armstrong come in and do terribly, but he's not part of the winning bullpen. Our winning bullpen is this. It's Adam Plutko, who is the best long reliever in baseball. I'm, I'm saying it right now. Uh, Tanner Scott, who throws absolute gas. Paul Fry and Cesar Valdez. Absolute gas, meaning like 95. You know, maybe he throws 96. 98. No, he gets up there. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. He, he's hit 100 a couple times last year. Oh, wow. Um, I, I love Tanner Scott. And once we get Hunter Harvey back, I'm feeling great about this bullpen. But guys like Wade LeBlanc and you know, um, Dylan Tate worry me a little bit. Just a little bit. But that's yeah, just... I, I remember hearing in the beginning of the year, the, the Orioles over under for wins was something like 60 or 62. And I was I scoffed at that number and said, you know, there's no way they could do that. But um, I, I think after watching a lot of the games, they play with a lot of heart. They play with a lot of, you know, intensity and uh, and they, they care. Um, they're not like sort of apathetic like the Cubs are looking right now. Um, and I could see them winning, you know, 60-ish games. And soon, if, if Mountcastle, you know, becomes good and we bring up Adley, um, the team the team could be pretty good in a few years. I said that we could potentially win 70 games this year, and I think it's still possible. But don't forget that the Orioles did start 12-8 and eight last year and ended up 23-33. and and 30. 25 and 30. 25 and 35. And it was it was going on a downward trend at the end of the season there very quickly. So I, I I'm just I don't want to see the Orioles hit that June, July, August stretch where they're just god awful. But I would like to them to remain around five hundred up until mid May. 
And Owen, um, you know, one of the most fun pitchers to watch this year and every year and every time he's on the mound, you pretty much have to watch him. It's Jacob deGrom. Yeah. 14 strikeouts in six innings against the Rockies the other day. I was surprised, honestly, that he actually got the win because, you know, usually his team prefers to lose those games. Right. So how many wins do you think he's going to accrue this year? Uh, well, when he won, what, 2019, he had eight, I think. I think it was like eight and nine. 2018 or 2019, he went eight and nine. I think he's going to get... I like eight. I like eight. I think you he's don't think he gets wins. double digit wins. No, I think this this one time was a coincidence. 20, 2018, he had a one point seven zero ERA and only ten wins oh and nine god. losses. Yeah. How many starts do you have? Yeah, uh, thirty two starts. Oh my god! I mean, the reason why they won that game was because it was the Rockies. I think um, it's like it's like it's not even like the Mets. The Mets have a good offense. They're like on paper, they have a good offense. Right. Nemo, Alonzo, Conforto, Lindor, Lindor, James McCann, Dom Smith, JD Davis. The list goes on. Oh, Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil. Brandon Nemo is leading like the entire MLB in batting average right, right now. Um, but then when he, when the pitches, starts, they forget how to hit. It's like um, there's somebody for the Red Sox that this happens to all the time, and I, and I forget. But there's something happens when they when they when Degrom gets on the mound, they just stop. Tanner Houck, that's yeah. who it was. Tanner Houck, same thing. They make errors behind him and they stop playing offense. So, I like eight wins for Jacob Degrom this year. Uh-huh. Seems low. Three hundred strikeouts. Exactly. Yeah. Um, pretty good stuff there, uh, Taylor. You got anything else? I don't, man. I, I'm I'm happy baseball's back. So the, the the month of the month of March is a little bit tough. I mean, you got March Madness, but this year. It it didn't seem the same, in a, in a sense. Although it was fun to watch, uh, I'm just happy we got we got baseball back and, and we can go to the games. And we can go to the games. Oh uh, yeah, actually a quick announcement. Ted did catch a home I run ball. Got a home run ball from finally from the Red Sox from Rafael Devers. Yep. Rafi Devers. He he hit it and I got it and you know what I don't still have it because I courteously <laughs> gave it back to um, a young fan who who wanted it and probably deserved it more than I did, but. Um, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go to as many games as we can. Good weather. Um, good baseball. It's, it's something that's on every night, which Absolutely. is great. Um, you know, always, always things that are new to add to the stat book and the, and the repertoire. So very fun. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the change up. We'll be back. I'm sure maybe next week and it, it's good to be back. Thank you guys for listening.